0: Mosquitoes spread diseases like malaria, and they are rapidly becoming resistant to the insecticides used to control them. So scientists are looking at the potential of using a genetic technique called a gene drive to solve the problem. This involves engineering a gene editing system into the insects that targets and inactivates a gene called DBX, or double sex, and this is needed for the insects to develop properly. Critically, though, only female mosquitoes, which are also the ones that bite, are affected by the change. This means that males are left unaffected and can spread the genetic modification through the population. But affected female mosquitoes are unable to reproduce. And within eight generations, the population crashes to zero. Chris Smith heard how it works from Imperial College London's Andrea Crisanti.
1: Our strategy is to eliminate mosquitoes. No mosquito, no malaria. To achieve this, we have developed a genetic solution that progressively spread into the population and is aimed at eliminating the female mosquito. Uh, We target a specific gene, which is called double sex. This gene plays a key role in controlling the differentiation of an organism in a male or in a female. And if you destroy the female portion of this gene, then... A female cannot develop as a female, but rather develops as a male. And this is completely sterile, and that cannot contribute to increase the population of mosquitoes.
2: And I suppose the important thing here is that the males remain completely healthy and capable of reproducing, so they're going to be carriers for this modification, and they're going to keep passing that on into any females that can still reproduce.
1: This is absolutely correct. In fact, uh, the genetic modification that we made in the double-sex gene leaves the male portion of the gene completely functional and the males develop normally.
2: The only problem I foresee with this, though, is if you were to just, say, release a lot of modified females or males into the population, surely the only ones reproducing are going to be the ones that don't carry this change, so eventually it's just going to vanish and disappear. How are you going to make it so that it increases more in the population
1: well we have developed a gene editing solution that if uh, is activated during the formation of the sperm in the male or eggs in the female in principle this uh, genetic modification is able to reproduce it and then all the uh, progeny inherit the genetic modification in this way generation upon generation rather than decreasing increases
2: so you have actually Modify the mosquitoes so they carry their own gene-editing toolkit so that when they're making sperms and eggs, this kicks in and it edits the DNA at that point. So regardless of whether you've mated a male that's a carrier with an unaffected female, the progeny are going to carry this genetic change.
1: Correct. These gene-editing mechanisms ensure that all the sperm and all the eggs carry the genetic modification
2: When you do this, if you do experiments in the laboratory, how long does it take if you release some mosquitoes that have been modified in this way before the population crashes, which is what we would be looking for in order to arrest the spread of something like malaria?
1: Well, in our experiment, we have started a population with a frequency of the gene drive at 12.5%, and after eighth generation the gene drive has reached 100% frequency and at that point there were no more female capable of producing eggs and the population uh, crashed
2: that's a large number though 12% is that realistic because that would mean in practical terms if i wanted to eliminate these mosquitoes from a geography in say an african country i've got to seed the environment with 12% of the mosquito population carrying your change in order for it to within as you say, 8 to 12 generations of mosquitoes wipe out the population. That sounds like a lot.
1: The experiments were set up in order to minimise experimental variability. Clearly, additional experiments will be carried out using lower frequency and, most important, this experiment will be carried out under conditions that mimic tropical
2: environments. You're also putting enormous selective pressure on the mosquitoes because of this Is there not a chance that we'll get a sort of escape mutant, the mosquito will change in some way, it will undo the change you've made, and the huge advantage conferred on those ones that can still reproduce will mean that they'll very quickly just eclipse your modified population and we'll be back to where we started?
1: Well, the emergence of resistance has been a big problem in the past, but... In our case, we have attacked a portion of the double-sex gene which is absolutely conserved in thousands and thousands of mosquito analyzed so far. This speaks for an important function of uh, this region that cannot be changed without paying a price. And the price is to produce a gene which doesn't work.
2: And thinking about the sort of longer-term future and the environmental impact of Doing this. Is it entirely acceptable for us to use a strategy like this? Which, once we start these horses running, A, we can't stop them because once it's in the environment, we can't reel it back in. And B, we're actually trying to eradicate a whole species from Earth. Is that appropriate?
1: If the technology is successful, it will eliminate the mosquito and uh, will also then eliminate the genetic modification that we have introduced. So I do not anticipate the gene drive to remain in the environment uh, if successful. Now, the second question is whether it is legitimate to try to eliminate one species uh, my personal opinion, it is, and this has been attempted in the past. I'm Italian and my country had a huge problem with malaria. The Rockefeller Foundation and the Italian government undertook a huge effort to eliminate mosquitos from Sardinia. The poor island was really, literally, carpet-bombed with DDT for five years. At the end of this treatment, mosquitos were eliminated. Now, I'm sure everybody agreed that uh, Sardinia is a much better place now than it was before. And uh, at the same time, I'm not aware, or anybody is aware of the great havoc that the disappearance of these few mosquito species has caused in the island.
0: That was Professor Andrea Crisanti from Imperial College London speaking to Chris Smith. And that paper has just been published in the journal Nature Biotechnology.